0: Bend your knees, Louise. Step back, Jack. I love how these short rhymes can remind you what to do in your pickleball game. And authors Jackie Freeman and Kathy Worthy have brought them to life in a pickleball primer for children of all ages, and grandparents, of course. So let's get to the intro to hear from Jackie and Karen. <laughs> Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Jackie Freeman and Karen Worthy. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Lynn, for having us today.
0: All right. Well, as I know you've listened to a few of my podcasts and as you I do always like to start off with a little bit of a backstory in terms of your background in pickleball, how you first got started, how long ago that was. So let me start with you on that question, Jackie.
2: Well, thank you, Lynn. I began playing the sport, was introduced to the sport about five years ago, and it was totally new to me. A friend said, oh, you'll love this. You'll meet lots of new people. It's a physical sport. And I was hooked the moment I put the paddle in my hand. And I had never played a racket sport before this. And they were right. It is a very social, engaging sport. I learned uh, it's very physical, but it's also very mental. And I loved that exercise because as I get older, I'm wanting to always challenge my mind. And thinking about this sport was really good for me. So that was my history of playing. Karen and I have we met on a pickleball court, and I guess the saying "the rest is history." But we we enjoy the sport. She's a much more talented player than I am by far. She's played in lots of tournaments and the U.S. Open in Naples. I'll let her address her history in pickleball.
1: (laughs) Jackie is being very modest. She's a really good player, also. I've been playing pickleball for probably close to six years. we moved to this little town called Jackson, Michigan, and was walking through the gym at the YMCA and was watching these people do this funny-looking sport. Um, I have a racquetball background, so I asked them what it was. They put a paddle in my hand, and as Jackie said, the rest is history. I just took up with it, loved it, and play indoors and outdoors, and occasional tournaments met a lot of new people I was part of the uh, initial board of directors for our Jackson area pickleball Association and still am we do a lot of fundraising we do a lot of community resource things and just pickleball 24/7 if we could <laughs> now
0: how did you two meet up
1: we were at a we were at a, a common location sometimes I went to play at a A church at a nearby town, and Jackie was playing there. And we met there. I learned a little bit about her. We became friends, and thus the discussion of the book came up as time went by. All right, and I was
0: going to get into the book next, so that's like a perfect opening. Go ahead and talk a little bit about what is the name of the book that you've written and what it's about.
2: Well, the name of the book that we wrote and was launched in 2021, 2020 was uh, titled Bend Your Knees Louise, A Pickleball Primer. Karen and I had played on the court, and she knew my background was in early childhood education, and she has the, a background in education as well. And one day on the court, she said, or off the court, we had a conversation. There are very few children's books about the sport of pickleball. And we began to look at that. And this was in 2019. And in the course of one year, the first year actually of the pandemic, Karen and I wrote this book. We had an illustrator locally here in Michigan. It became print, it was printed here in Michigan, and it became an Amazon bestseller. All of that within the first year of the pandemic. That really spoke volumes to our dedication to this we met out at parks outside areas when you couldn't be together to edit to rehearse our book and we wrote it in rhyme and it the title certainly it came from our Jackson group of friends that they have lots of little sayings and that was the title was non-negotiable karen was always adamant about that karen you might want to speak to the how the title came to be
1: yeah, like she said, in our Jack's group, it's so much fun, and we make fun of each other and try not to take it too serious at the recreation level. So we say little rhymes, like, get the ball, Paul, bend your knees, Louise, and... Get back, other, Jack. Yeah, get back, Jack. <laughs> that
2: was a nod to me, right? <laughs> I had a bad habit of after I served, I would step into the court. So they broke me of that quickly by creating a little rim, a little rhyming thing for me. So... But she was adamant about the title and I totally agree.
0: I love that idea of when you're in rec play saying those fun little things because I remember that there was somebody who had played probably sixty years of tennis. He came out to to pick a ball and he was always moving into the court too soon, like you're mentioning. And actually in a lot of cases he would hit that third ball in the air or whatnot. And it would have been so much more fun if we could have just said and actually, his name was Jack. <laughs> so, <it>
2: was- <laughs> I I really I it taught me well to not do that. It's a habit. I think I pretty well broke. But when I catch myself doing it, I'm immediately taken back. And you're right, it was very in a rec set setting. It was very non-threatening, and maybe that's how you can accept that comment more readily. But it was fun. It's fun. And as Karen said, the group in Jackson, these verses came from those sayings like bend your knees, Louise, to get the ball up over the net. So if someone hits into the net, you can guarantee one of us will be saying bend your knees, Louise. I mean, that's become a very common phrase throughout this whole area.
0: Right. And in in terms of bend your knees, Louise, there's a lot of different times when you do want to bend your knees when you're actually playing pickleball, but did the title come from a reference of a particular spot on the court?
1: It mainly was at the kitchen line because, and we described that in the book, if you bend your knees and as you're coming up, it lifts the ball over the neck. It helps loft the ball as you're coming up from bending your knees. That's kind of where we use it the most, but really every sport is good to bend your knees.
2: Bend your knees Very when you're journey. waiting for the ball to return to you. I'm in that standing position, ready position with my knees bent and paddle up. But it is primarily, as Karen said, there at the Valleys
0: line or the kitchen line. All right. Great advice. It's always good to have pickleball tips, especially since we're talking about a book. And that really brings me to my next question is, you mentioned it's a children's book, but
1: who are you targeting in terms of the
0: audience? What age group or groups?
1: Yeah, Jackie best identified that because of her early childhood background. Go ahead, Jackie. For us, I know the book is targeted for that
2: four to eight-year-old child learning to read and to rhyme. And when we present it to school-aged children, we've done that for young preschool all the way up to middle school, high school age children and there's parts of this book that really addresses all of them. But often when you're writing, they want to know who is your avatar? Who are you targeting? And for me, it was someone like me, a grandmother who didn't know what this sport was, and could have been very intimidated if you didn't have a background in bracket sports, competitive sports. And You know, I live the adage, uh, you're never too old to learn something new. And I want this book to sit on coffee tables, end tables throughout houses and people saying, oh, that's what you've been talking about so much. So my avatar was a grandmother, someone who is learning this sport, and then she's teaching it to her grandchildren and gets the kids engaged off the courts, I mean, off the couch in their paddles, video game paddles in their hands and puts a pickleball paddle in their hand.
0: I just want to take a second and break in here and thank Club Pickleball for sponsoring this episode. When I first saw Club Pickleball's paddle selection, I thought, wow, these are some of the best designs I have ever seen. The color and the patterns are amazing, and the edge guard even coordinates with the graphite paddle face. What's better is you can create your own custom paddle designs. So go to playpickleball.club and get 20% off everything through the end of July. Plus, you can use promo code Fire 10 for an additional 10% off. I love that. I think that's just right on in terms of who your avatar is. And that makes so much sense because it's going to be the grandparents who are probably buying the book. And then since Pickleball is so popular with that age group... It's perfect for them to be teaching the kids. Now, with that said, I was curious, Do it sounds like a great book for kids to learn pickleball. Is it being used in the schools at all? Yes,
2: where schools are inviting us in. We're doing presentations with paddles and nets. We've done boys and girls clubs where people have purchased the book to give to the clubs to use. Schools in our area are beginning to use pickleball as their paddle sport, and so the book has not only the physical element of this, we are being brought into the schools with the language arts component, and there again, we tap into what would be the core curriculum. One particular school, um, students bought the book. But as they had the opportunity on the website, they wrote us letters to the author. We had one school that wrote 132 letters to the author, wanting to know how did you write the book, who, how long did it take, how did you choose an illustrator, how do you work with someone to do something like this? There were so many levels of this that we uh, we engage with the kids. And Karen and I are strong advocates for teaching this to what I call the next generation. We both have become members of the USA Pickleball Youth program association. We have on the course of this book's history, we have donated 50 cents of every book purchased from our website to the USA Youth Pickleball Association for the opportunities for schools or clubs to seek scholarships, to buy nets, to buy paddles for their community schools. So we're trying to partner with all the players in this sport at all levels, to make it affordable and to make it acceptable, that it's fun to see old and young. I mean, Karen, she's had a setting for us last year in Jackson, and you might want to talk about that, Karen. It was that an older middle school group of kids, and when we saw those kids pick up a paddle, and Lynn, if you have any background in education, I mean, many times kids know early on who the jocks are going to be, who the brainy kids are going to be. We put these paddles in those kids' hands and they, and we had the teachers learn the sport with them too. And you began to see the light bulb kick on these kids who weren't the jocks, who weren't the brainiacs. They said, I can do this. And you just, that's what it's about. Almost self-esteem. There's all different aspects of it, but Karen is the one that set that up and that was don't you think, Karen? I mean, you can address that.
1: Yeah, that was the summer program at a local elementary school. We had a great turnout. I think we had five sessions back-to-back, great volunteers, and then did the kids, and they had so much fun. And then we also did a group of YMCA summer camp kids, Mm -hmm. and we did different grade levels where they came in, again, with the help of volunteers helping me Put this together and teach this. We even had one little boy sit down at the end and didn't want to leave. He cried. I don't want to leave. I don't want to go. This is so much fun. He just cried. He cried his eyes out because he didn't want to leave. It's stuff like that that makes you want to do it again. <laughs> right.
0: I love that. Now, are you looking at taking the program into schools outside of your local area, throughout your state, and even nationally?
2: Oh, certainly we've done Zoom presentations to schools in California. We have taken the book to various tournament out of state and friends will take boxes of the books to their winter homes and have become cheerleaders for the book. And uh, we have friends that will be learn- teaching the book, to s- teaching the sport to their friends. And uh, just last week, I got a call and they said, I'm learning to play this. And I was told I needed to buy your book and I would really understand how to play it better. Well, there you go. We're doing our best. So we're looking for invites. So Lynn, you just invite us out there. We'll be right there teaching your (laughs) school district. (laughs) We are eager to do that.
0: That's awesome. Now you've also got some really great resources on your website. I mean, normally when you go to a book website, you'll have the book in discussion or if it's an author and they've written multiple books, it might be all on there. You've got some really unique resources that I thought were really interesting on your website.
2: Do you want to address those, Karen?
1: We put together resources for teachers to use, a word search, a little, what else we got in there, Jackie? Not the crossword, but the word search and the
2: we have coloring pages coloring pages yes. The, yes thank the you the teacher resources for for a teacher to ask students which would align to the core curriculum so that the text of the book can be looked upon through the language arts department of any school district and then we have a lot of links to local pickleball clubs but of course then to the USA pickleball association so that people can wherever they're at partner with other organizations. We link certainly with the USA Pickleball Association, the youth program, um, everyone on our Facebook page. The book has its own Facebook page and its own website. So we are trying to engage with social media at all levels. And we'll just, we'll go wherever someone invites us. We'll be happy to take our little book with little Miss Ms. Benjernise <laughs> ben- <laughs> Louise.
0: <laughs> you mentioned earlier that both of you had background. In education, were either one of you writers or authors prior to this book?
1: Jackie's the writer.
2: I well, Karen came to me when we ta- first talked about the book, and she said, I know you write, and most of what you write, Jackie, is faith-based. And then there's really no faith-based in this book itself. But yet it really does meet all of the criteria of any good book that I would want to put my name on and so it is engaging it is fun it the rhyming that fit right into early childhood education my background and karen's passion for the sport she really kept the entire text right on target so that you would learn these rules before we got you out on the court and it was not a threatening way so we did both of us bring our backgrounds into the work of this book. And Karen, we wanted this to be a USA project. And she found a illustrator here locally in our state. And he did a phenomenal job. And it's printed here in the US, in Michigan, actually. So we can say we're quite proud of this Born in the USA project.
1: And we used teachers in the area that we knew, librarians, They've all looked at our rough draft and gave us input, told us what was good, what was bad, what we should see more of. We really had a really conglomeration of friends and educators help us get it right. So we feel it's a quality product. Is there another book
0: in your future in relationship (laughs) to Pickleball? Well, there's
2: always as an author, you can't ask an author, "Is there another book?" and they won't tell you. They have to tell you yes. <laughs> and we're we're formulating what what would be the next step. I know Karen and I have tossed around the idea: is it going to be that the kids would play in tournaments, and how would that be for them going forward? COVID put a damper on a lot of the future projects that we thought of for this book itself. Now that we can get into communities and schools are back opened up, that it's going to have a life of its own and continue to grow. So I guess I'd have to say yes to your question about a future
1: book. We've tossed around some ideas more than just yes. Jack and Louise have to grow up and get really good at pickleball. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that begs the question, are they going to become pros? They should. They should. We talked about it. Yep. Yeah, we talked about it. Right. Uh-huh. Because youth is where we want to go with this. We want the sport to continue forever. It's not only our passion because we're older and we can do it, but it's youth. We want to target and keep them playing the sport and keeping it around. All right.
0: Anything else we should know about your future plans? I hope
1: to meet you someday, Lynn. Do you play tournaments?
0: No, unfortunately, I do not. I have a couple bad knees, and I just know the stress of a tournament is more than they can handle. But you're in Virginia. not Actually, I was just in Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago on business, but uh, you're not too far away, so maybe I'll make it down there one day.
2: Oh, we're in Michigan, Lynn. And oh, Sorry, why was I th- I was thinking Virginia. Oh. No. No, it, Virginia is nice. a nice place, but we're from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be very nice to meet you. And and we'd love to, whatever we can do to help promote the sport. And we would like anyone to just make the contact, uh, invite us, help us share our love for this sport and for this book uh, at all
1: levels, all ages. We have oh. two, two pro pickleball players who have endorsed our book. Lindsay Newman, who was pregnant at the time when we spoke to her about giving us a little accolades for our book. And then Tyson McGuffin, who I had met through mutual friends. He also has endorsed our book and we have quotes of them in our book. Um, So that's been a good resource for getting the word out also. And I wanted to mention to you, Lynn, that you had, a guest speaker on your podcast, Keith Valentine, who spoke about going out. How did he get started with pickleball? Going out and buying an inexpensive set of pickleball paddles and net and asked his kids to go out and learn the game of pickleball. That's exactly what this book is. An adult teaching their kids, getting them off the couch, getting them away from the video games and getting them engaged in this fun sport. Yeah. Perfect. Now, if somebody does want to reach out and contact you, where is the best place? We have our Facebook page, Bend Your Knees Louise, that you can go to and message us or reach out there. We have an email address, Louise at gmail.com. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's pickleball authors at com. That's a mouthful, but yes.
0: <laughs> and then last but not least, where can people purchase your book? Because it does sound wonderful for grandparents, parents, and kids, of course.
1: Well, our website is where we prefer people to go because we're currently offering a buy one, get one half off sale on our website, com. It is available on Amazon Prime, and it is also available in the Kindle version on Amazon.
2: And here locally, we have a few local venues that sell the book in their stores. Ann Arbor has a Nicola bookstore. They have it on their shelves. We're excited to have it at a bookstore in Chelsea, Michigan. In September, Jeff Daniels has written a play at Purple Rose Theater, which is a big piece of Michigan history here. But the actor, Jeff Daniel Daniels, is from here. And he has written a play, and it is titled Pickleball. And of course, we're going to be front row center with that. His wife plays the sport. And so we're looking forward to be a part of that. So the book will be available in Chelsea as well. But as Karen said, right now, the promo is to buy one, get the second one half off for our summer sale on our website, but you can purchase it at Amazon.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much, Jackie and Karen, for being on the Pickleball Fire podcast. It was a uh, very much a joy to talk to you. I really enjoyed the conversation, and thank you so much.
2: Thank, thank you, you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Have a good day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.